Hello and welcome to the World Cricket Show, the world's favourite cricket show with me, your host, Adam Bayfield, uh, and the man sat across from me is Tony Kerr. Hey. How's it going, Tony? Yeah, good. Thanks. What's up? Not much. Not much at all. Here we are. So, here we are again. It's been a while, uh, but we're, we're back again. We're back. We recorded the last episode in your car. We're recording this episode in your car. It was just such a such a great environment for recording a podcast <laughs> um, that we were like, let's just make it the studio. But I, I'm a little concerned because I keep asking if we can record at your house and then we end up in your car. So I'm just starting to wonder, <laughs> yeah. is everything all right? I, I mean, there is a sleeping bag in the back there. I don't know. Yeah, um, I think it smells all right there. You know, I've only been in it for three months. But... It's not a bad little setup, actually, is it? Well, I was just to say, the last podcast afterwards, I was like, oh, that was awesome. You know, great, great content, great yeah. delivery. Kerr, great you've done rapport. it again, you said. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like, I really enjoyed that. And then we just haven't done one since. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I haven't done one for, for a couple of months. But, you know, we're back. We're back. We're back in the car. Uh, back on the road. You've got your shades on. I have, even though it's uh, it's pretty gloomy out there. We're losing the summer, I think, Tony, it feels like autumn today although it is very warm in the car it's gonna I, don't get know, warmer. I don't know why when i got in sat down and immediately put my seat belt on i don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what we're don't know what i was expecting Just this strap in for a, an absolute rip snorting just buckle up for a kind of just a bit of a run of the mill cricket podcast <laughs> buckle up for a podcast about cricket um, safety first you got the headphones on you're saying you it, it kind of looks like we're in we're in the wire okay. we're like <laughs> yeah tapping Hamsterdam at the moment yeah and we're definitely kind of on show on view as well to the people of Guernsey walking past we're really rubbing it into it we're like yeah we podcast yeah we do a podcast <laughs> just like yeah we saw oh, it right yeah, yeah. Do, 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 did you not know we we did a podcast actually so. do, do, like yeah we've been I feel like we've been under-recognised really locally for this, <laughs> What we, yeah, our contribution to the world over these last, whatever it is, 12 years. Mm. So maybe like next we'll just progress to like doing it in the high street, in the middle <laughs> of the high street at lunchtime, just yeah. as public as possible. Oh, did you not know? <laughs> yeah, we do a podcast. You're right, like our fame kind of internationally uh, definitely supersedes, surpasses our, our fame locally. Nobody cares. But as we've said before, like when, when we first started doing this in 2008... 15 years ago, Tone. You know, if, if I told anybody that we did this, the response was, what's a podcast? A pod? A pod what? What are you talking about? Uh, whereas now, if I tell somebody that I do a podcast, they go, oh yeah, me too. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. the people walking past, looking at us in the car, are just going, oh, there's a couple of guys doing yeah. a podcast. That's sad. <laughs> there's, there's actually, we're in a line of parked cars at the moment. I think three or four of them have got... <laughs> couple of men yeah, our sort of age men, yeah. <laughs> just podcasting so it's great it's a real hub anyway what are we talking about on our podcast today so we're back we've come back because there's big cricket happening isn't there we 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 last spoke about the ashes it's now the other big cricket event the world cup the the cricket world cup starts in india it's next week isn't it i thought we said the european cricket championship which uh, i've got on my phone well that's what you're watching and being distracted by at the moment as we're podcasting yeah guernsey taking on croatia in the uh, the t10 tournament in spain um so yeah i'll keep an eye on that and try and give you some big opinions at the same time that's the big one uh, but the cricket world cup is also happening um so yeah starts in india next week i've got a lot a lot of questions, really, Tone. I've got questions about. for you as well. <laughs> well, my first question, how excited are you for the World Cup? 
fairly, I guess. Yeah. I think I will get into it. That's one of those. It would be a grower, I think. Mm. Um, I was I was thinking about it the other day. What I was going to say on the pod about it. Um, okay, let's so that's hear good. It. So what yeah. I was thinking was <laughs> thanks for coming. What I was thinking was is the yes, man, so not I, at all distracted by <laughs> yeah. his phone at the moment. No, what I was thinking was yes, I am looking forward to it to a certain extent. <laughs> okay, good. Um, we can get into and we have got into the format and the you know you know ten teams, which I would like to see more definitely. But more teams, but actually. As far as a 10 team, if you're going to have a 10 team tournament, actually the sort of everyone plays everyone, I quite like. It's, you know, obviously it's a great shame for cricket that the West Indies aren't there, for example, and the other teams who, you know, who should be in a, in a world tournament in the World Cup, you know, it should be bigger, undoubtedly. But if it's not going to be bigger, this is a good, it is a good, uh, a good way of doing it where you do get a, a, a real sense of a deserving winner at the end, albeit, you know, the last one was won on boundary countback. So yeah, I do. I do like. I like elements of the uh, mm. elements of the format, even though it's not. It, it's it's suboptimal, I guess. Yeah, I. I not I, to get straight on the format. Well, no, I'm happy to talk about the format. That's what I'm here for, Tone. Um, <laughs> no, I, I I do agree with you there. Like there is a kind of there's a purity to it, I suppose. Who knows what we've said about the format in the past? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Absolutely no idea. But my view at the moment is there is a a, a purity to that that it does feel like not necessarily that the best team will win because obviously there's knockouts at the end it's not like a league table like the premier league or something or not just a league table but you've got to think that the best four teams will get to the semi-finals there's kind of no other possibility yeah. really and so yeah i i do like that i but on the other hand yeah not enough teams and also i just feel like it's it's too much it goes on too long like everybody playing everyone that that is a lot of matches it could become a bit of a grind if it's quite obvious early on which are the four best teams, which is possible, or at least, you know, it could be obvious pretty quickly that there are a handful of teams that have got no chance and that it's potentially quite a lot of dead rubbers. So I would still much prefer 16 teams, four groups More of Jeopardy. four. Yeah. Um, because it does go on a bit too long. I mean, I know we've obviously got like several other major sporting events going on at the same time. It's the Ryder Cup this weekend just before, but there's the Rugby World Cup happening simultaneously. And that goes on for a long time too. But obviously that's that's a different thing because you know by the nature of rugby they can't play matches every day and they have to have a break in between so it's it's just on the weekends or kind of long weekends so that that feels like a different thing entirely to this which is like games every day i don't want to be negative because who wants to hear that but if we're talking about format yeah i i think it is probably too long and there could be more jeopardy as you say that's possible as well you know that my feelings about the cricket with well, a 50 ever cricket world cup are colored by obviously how the last one ended oh massively which was is one of the greatest days of sport i've ever seen mm. that, that england will have ever seen so that that yeah that that because i can't really remember what else happened in the tournament up until that point really i mean i remember like you know the stokes catch in the opening match and and, and, and that's about it really. england being australia in the semi-final yeah um i see i don't I, I seem to remember that we thought it wasn't a particularly great <laughs> no, tournament yeah, until the until semi-finals yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um but that, that's the thing and you know I, I thought you were gonna ask me about how excited i was because you have asked me that <laughs> <I don't laughs> that's, know, that's the first question on every why pod you, you got ever. that yeah um 
but I, but I was thinking, you know, I was thinking, oh, you know, do I prefer the T20 tournament? But I, I was already in my head, like, I, I don't actually remember a huge amount about the final that England just won, or just won. Mm. England won whatever it was one or two years ago. The T20 World yeah. Cup last year. Um, yeah, last autumn. Last year. Um, was that only last year? Yeah. That's mad. <laughs> that is actually mad. Um, but that, that was great and I enjoyed it at the time, but I couldn't, I can't tell you, I can sort of picture the final, but I can't tell you a massive amount mm. about what happened. Whereas, uh, you know, whereas obviously that, that, you know, what happened in that 50 over final at Lords, it, it, you know, I suppose that will never be matched or is unlikely to be ever matched. Um, so has that colored my whole yeah. sense of it? I mean, should I actually, if that, if that had gone differently, would I be dreading this tournament? Well, definitely because yeah, I, I know what you mean. I know. I think I know what you're getting at that. Like the T20 world cup is perhaps more enjoyable at the time, but does it, matter as much as the 50 over world cup so yeah it does it live as long in the memory does it feel as significant as that 2019 world cup win but yeah is that because a england won and b it was probably the greatest odi of all time what do you remember of the 2015 world cup final tone tony uh nope that was 2011 <laughs> right <yeah. laughs> there you go what's 2015 uh that was australia new zealand I suppose McCullum was out. Was he out first ball or second ball or right, something to I do start? That. Yeah, and it wasn't a great game. But do you know what I mean? So yeah, as you say, if if the 2019 final had been a bit of a a bust, yeah, you you, you may feel slightly differently. Yeah, no, I agree. But then it was like it was such an amazing game. So I suppose that you can take the lesson from that that it could like it could be again. Like yeah, it, yeah. it's possible for and I ODIs suppose, and the World Cup to be that good. Yeah, exactly. And I suppose as an England fan. You know, us winning the T20 World Cup in Australia was fantastic, but A, we'd won it before, mm-hmm. and B, it was in, you know, it's in quote unquote, we, you know, convenient conditions mm-hmm. for us. Whereas, you know, obviously winning the World, the 50 ever World Cup for the first time was, was, was hugely significant. And actually going into this one, if England were to get to the final and win, that is a, it would be a special, almost as special in its own right to, to do it, you know, against the best the kind of the cricket powerhouse in their own backyard right yeah um, and, in and sort of cement england's status as the kind of you know the sort of white ball titans really well we'll talk about england uh, in a moment i suppose the the other thing that might add that you know that does add some intrigue i guess to to this tournament in a way that hasn't that wasn't really the case in previous ones is that nobody actually plays that much 50 over cricket anymore and you know since the 2019 World Cup, you know, there's been a real drop off in the kind of volume and, and frequency of 50 over cricket. You know, England still play it, but but a lot less. There's obviously been quite a bit in the last couple, you know, month or so in the build up. But generally speaking, there's there's not a huge amount. So there is a bit of kind of mystery to the whole mm. thing that it's, you know, coming into previous 50 over World Cups and coming into T20 World Cups, you have a fairly good sense of how good everyone is. You can obviously, you know, we're getting a sense from the the warm-up games and I suppose extrapolating from what they're like in T20 cricket. But do we really know who, I I think we have a decent idea of who (laughs) the favourites are, but do we really know like how some of these teams are going to perform? It's, yeah, there there is some kind of uh, uncertainty there and that makes it interesting. Well, also when the, when 50 over games happen now, often I go like, oh, (laughs) <laughs> like didn't re- or see yeah. after I'm like oh gee I didn't know that yeah. was happening you know it, they sort of they're almost invisible in the schedule like you just gloss over them you're like I'm not I don't know I'm not really kind of taking much notice but but yeah but but that I mean that's the beauty of and I think we did say this last time during the, after the last tournament the beauty of the 50 over 
format is that players can have proper cricket um, impacts mm. on matches rather than just, you know, yeah, 30 or 15 fairly forgettable but those those big you know these big kind of match defining innings are much more memorable so yeah, well, yeah like yeah. stakes scoring 180 so that, the other day yeah yeah absolutely and uh, uh, there it might be the case or it could be the case that this tournament kind of reawakens everybody to how good 50 over cricket can actually be like it, it's a fantastic format it's just at the moment there's you know no one's quite sure how to fit it in and it's sort of falling in the gap between t20 and test cricket but it is a brilliant format in its own right so it can be flat if you've got a mismatch or depending on the pitches and things if there's too much kind of nerdling around in the middle overs which used to be 50 over yeah, if big you're england in yeah the caribbean in 2000 whatever it was but 2007 but generally but i think that's probably unlikely and uh, yeah I, I, it, it could be um you know it, it could be a cracking tournament um that said, I, you know, just one more negative note before we talk about <laughs> the team, you know, the teams that are actually there. Um, my, my, my one sort of uh, disappointment coming into this is that West Indies aren't there. You've mentioned this already. You know, how, how, how big a loss is that to the tournament? I mean, obviously, they're not there through their own um, failure because they, they failed to qualify. The way they played in that qualifying tournament, you wouldn't think they would have had much of an impact had they been here. But I don't know. It does just feel like... It's not really the World Cup without West Indies there, was that, or is that an exaggeration? Yeah, no, well, yeah, definitely agree. I mean, uh, I suppose the worry is that things aren't moving in, they're not even moving in the right direction with West Indies. Uh, I don't know, it, it, sort of, there have been the occasional moments, haven't there, but the sort of general tra- um, direction, direction of travel. travel is not a positive one. So, yeah, other than just expanding the tournament, keep expanding it to keep West Indies in as they kind of plummet. Uh, which safety won't happen, but you know, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it is a shame. Yeah, it's all a bit sad, isn't it? They're, um, you know, it's sad to see the kind of decline isn't really halting. We just had our first rubber necker there, Tony. I don't know if you, if you spotted that. What we really just... need to get, what we need is like one of those old school, what do you van, basically? That we can sit in the back. <laughs> With blacked out windows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He literally his head almost came off his shoulders as he was not stopping walking past, but just peering in at, uh, what the hell are those guys doing? Um, you're just doing a podcast, actually. Um yeah, and so I, I mean, I know a lot of you know the associate cricket people will uh, will be tearing their hair out to hear this, but I do have to I have to confess I find it hard to get excited about Netherlands being there because I just can't imagine. That, I mean, it's it's obviously great for them, and it's I, I'm nothing against them particularly. I can't imagine them having much impact here, and this is where the ten team thing could become a problem because they've got to play nine matches, and you. I could be wrong. I, I look forward to being proved wrong, but I can't see them having much chance in any of them. Whereas West Indies, for all that, yeah, clearly they're not a very good team at the moment. You would still have felt, oh, that, that'll be an exciting game when they play Australia or England. But yeah, so that's just, that's just the, the, the one sort of uh, downside for me. We're touching on England. What do you think then? I mean, they've obviously played these warm-up games against New Zealand. How do you rate their chances coming in i think you'd have to say pretty good um they won three one that series against new zealand yeah maybe well certainly probably not the, the certainly probably not the uh maybe not the uh the kind of relative heavy favorites they were going into uh 2019 but but still you know one of the teams that can win it for sure 
will disagree on Ben Stokes' involvement, I think. Just a well, tease ahead. Maybe. Yeah. Um but there is there's 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 the makings of a of a World Cup winning team there for sure. You know, there's a lot of experience, there's some incredible batters. And the bowling's pretty good as well. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty optimistic or pretty hopeful. So do you think they've got their selection right? Because there have been some there were some debates coming in, weren't there? I think they've got, I think it's, yeah, I'm content with it now. I think the, the, the way they did it, they got wrong. Not, it's not like earth shatteringly, like the end of the world mm. kind of stuff, but yeah, so it, it, they maybe slightly bungled that. Uh, they did, cause they didn't need to name it was the squad they did when they did wasn't it? with the numbers they did. Yeah. They named the squad for the New Zealand series and then said, and this will be the squad for the world cup as well, which feels unnecessary because like, let's, why don't you sort of see how they perform in, the, in yeah. these matches? Um, so it looked like Harry Brook was going to be left out, but he's now in and Jason Roy's been left out, which I know, you know, a lot of people were upset about. And I suppose you would expect me to be upset about because I'm such a Jason Roy fan. I think he was probably, I think we both said at the time he was man of the tournament in 2019. He didn't obviously do much in the final, but leading up to that semi-final against Australia, he was probably the most important player for the team that won it. Um, but that is a four years ago and his form hasn't been that amazing to say the least in the last year or two, but, but more to the point, he's injured. Like he just is injured. He couldn't play that New Zealand series because of injury. So it felt like it would have been quite a big risk to take him. So it just it felt in the end, I thought it was a bit of a no brainer and I yeah, didn't I agree. think and it was that controversial really. And the decision not to have Harry Brook in the, in the initial squad as well was, was slightly mystifying. Yeah. Well, that, but all that said actually about it being a no brainer, I do question why it had to be one or the other. I don't know why they couldn't have taken both. It feels like we've got a lot of fast bowlers. There seem to be, what is there, like six fast bowlers or something? I just don't know that. I mean, it's a really nice story that David Willey's in the squad because I don't know if you remember, but he he's the guy who missed out at the last minute four years ago to accommodate Joffre Archer. Um, and that was pretty tragic for him at the time because he'd been an important part of the side for England in the, in the years leading up to it. But is he going to play much? Does he need to be there? There's, there's also what Wokes, Wood, Atkinson, Topley, Curran. There's a lot of fast bowlers there. There's not much backup batting at all. So I, yeah, I'd have taken both Roy and Brook, I think. But you know, for what it, maybe they feel just in terms of the number of games they have to play and fitness and so on that they they need all those all those bowlers. Um, Gus Atkinson does look quite exciting, by the way. I don't know if you yeah, saw much definitely. from these interviews, yeah. but that that be yeah, very interesting to see how how he gets on you've um you've hinted that we might disagree about the stokes selection he's obviously he obviously came out of odi retirement well i texted you when, when that news came out saying good news and you replied <laughs> off <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that gave me a sense that you we felt differently about it um yeah uh, no I, I don't know you, you you know well do you want to make the case against well yeah i mean had we recorded this 10 days, two weeks ago, <laughs> <laughs> I'd have probably made a stronger case. He's obviously then scored, what did it, was it England's record ODI? I think it was England's record ODI score. So it's hard to argue with that. I swear, my, my concerns were twofold or threefold. Let's see how many fold as I, as I go on. It was firstly like, does, is he definitely in England's best team? And I was just a bit worried that, you know, someone was going to miss out and it's turned out to be Roy. I was very worried to begin with that it was going to be Milan, but they were going to leave someone out with, you know, Milan, Brooke, somebody like that, who actually is Stokes definitely better than them in ODI cricket. And 
I'm I'm not sure. At least I wasn't sure that you can say that definitively. Um, I mean, given the fact that he's not bowling. So if he's just in there as a batsman, is he bringing more to the table than Milan, Roy or Brooke? His 180 the other day would suggest, you know, that he probably is. But, you know, I think there's still a, there is still a question there. His ODI record with the bat isn't that amazing. Obviously, the 2019 final colours the whole thing, but his actual overall record isn't that fantastic. Um, but the other thing is he's not fit. And so, yeah, he's not bowling in this tournament because of this knee injury. So when it was announced, I just thought, why why not take these few months to have the operation or whatever he needs, get yourself fit for the India tour? Um, so I just thought from a kind of long-term perspective and what's best for English cricket generally, given that he's the test captain, it felt like an unnecessary risk when there are other players who are bringing at least as much to the table, in my view. So yeah, that that was my concern about it. But the runs he scored the other day would suggest, yeah, that, you know, it is the right decision because you, you can't leave somebody like that out if they want to play. But, yeah. yeah, what do you yeah. think? Well, yeah, my, my instinctive reaction was, this is great. And may, or mainly or, or entirely because I just think, it, you know, what a gift, kind of, you've got to make the most of someone like Ben Stokes, given what he's done in the clutch moments over the years. You know, it would be a shame just not to see him in a World Cup. But if he if he's able, you know, if he's able to be there, if he was able to be there, and he was, uh, yeah, uh, you know, in in any kind of form, I think he has to. I think he has to play. Mm. I mean, uh, yeah, the whole thing about retiring and coming back and mm. you know whatever. It's like, it, uh, yeah. But for me, I just yeah. I think he just has to play. It's, it'd be a great shame if he wasn't there. So I don't especially um, mind that. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of an analogy, but if you know so, uh, <laughs> this is where my brain is like, going back a long time but you know when like Alan Shearer or Paul Scholes or somebody retired from from the England football team like if if Shearer had come out of retirement you said yeah of course get him straight back in but so I don't necessarily have a problem with someone retiring and then coming back and thinking well that's unfair on the the guys who are playing it's just is it actually the right call to bring him back and leave out some players who might even you might be as good or even mm. possibly a bit better it, it's certainly it's good for the tournament as well it's in terms of having you know the superstars there and he did look very impressive in England I thought looked very impressive against New Zealand in that warm-up series and it is remarkable how much depth there is in English cricket at the moment well English white ball cricket particularly and even more particularly English white ball batting there's obviously this very weird and bizarre series against Ireland that's just happened with obviously two washouts or two almost washouts not a series that's going to live long in the memory. And it was all, you know, it was the, the whole thing was the, the B team, the second string, but yeah, you've got somebody like Ben Duckett smashing that century, nowhere near selection mm. for the world cup squad really. So it is fairly remarkable. And Dawid Milan in that New Zealand series, just in scintillating form, um, continues to be underrated. I mean, I don't know, maybe not now after that series, but yeah, still people, a lot of people kind of unconvinced whether he should be playing, but what is the average in ODI cricket? Yeah. Like nearly 70 brilliant in T20s as well. There is a question about whether he can do it in India. Um, you know, those pitches and against spinners in particular is not his natural sort of favorite um, situation, but then the pitches in India, you know, maybe we might be expecting them to turn, but actually they might just be very, very flat. And he's obviously in sensational form. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be him and Bairstow at the top, isn't it? Maybe a slight concern over Joe Root being a bit out of form, but you would say the the batting looks very, very strong. 
Yeah, and and also I think the 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 length of the tournament play. You know, there is time for players to play themselves into some form, and yeah, the form will evolve over the course of it. So, um, there is there is margin for error, and and I think yeah, on balance, you want you want the people with the highest ceiling there. The bowling there might be a little bit more of a concern about. Um, As I say, they've taken a lot of fast bowlers, but you would think that Adil Rashid is going to be the key. Like if he has a good tournament, you'd think England will have a pretty good chance but if he struggles for any reason you know with fitness or form or if the other teams can get after him then it does become much much more difficult for England it's sad that Joffre Archer couldn't get fit I think it would have been a huge gamble to take him so it's the right decision not to but it is a shame and if you look back at that 2019 winning team you know no Roy no Archer no Morgan no Liam Plunkett it was so important in that tournament so Although it feels like it sort of feels like substantially it's the same team, there are some pretty significant mm. uh, absentees from last time. So as you say, you wouldn't say that England are the clear favourites coming in like they were then, but you've got to think they've got a strong chance. Yeah, oh, definitely, and, and I think the mentality is just a world away, isn't it? From from where it was, well, even like when did that? When did they start the turnaround before 2019? Well, like 2016, I guess. 2015, yeah. 16. So you probably go back if you go back sort of ten years plus, you know you'd have said England had you would would have had a less than zero chance of winning <laughs> a World Cup in India, you know playing some of the most turgid white ball cricket, mm. I mean, or just playing a just a, a you know a Victorian kind of <laughs> yeah. impression of one day cricket. Yeah. A couple of French tourists <laughs> walk past, just <laughs> look of absolute astonishment yeah. on their face there. <laughs> it's just literally just a man about three inches past your head there just <laughs> peering in with a wrinkled nose yeah. like, what the hell is cricket, this cricket cricket <laughs> that's what the, um, lo- all the locals get up to uh, what was I saying but yeah but but I think the the clearly the that the mentality shift that happened with or alongside or because of that that squad mm. that team um, persists doesn't it and so England, it, it sort of as you say, the, the the abundance of talent in English white ball cricket at the moment sort of speaks to the fact that, it, that there is a kind of they're imposing, aren't they? Mm. England is an imposing prospect for I, anyone. I think England are the best white ball team in the world at the moment, um, and I think they have been for quite a long time. The question is just well, there's various questions, but like, can, can <laughs> and, I just boiled this down to one question? <laughs> but like. You know, are the key players in form? You know, the conditions in India. India will obviously be um, at home and, and have the home advantage, and they're obviously you know a, a very very good team as well. And then the fact that it's going to come down to knockout games. So, like England have won this series against New Zealand three one. I think they showed that they're pretty clearly a better team at the moment. But New Zealand still won one game. So if that had been the semi final, you know, it's all over. So yeah, I, I think by no means are would you say England are clear favourites, but. You know they they've got to have a very good chance of retaining, which, as you say, is a fairly you know a few years ago would have been an unthinkable mm. sentence to come out of my mouth. Um, who else do you fancy in this tournament? Tone where... India, yeah, go on. <laughs> Certainly look very strong on paper, don't they? Yeah, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I think undoubtedly the Titwan Pakistan as well. Mm, they're um, in terrific form. Yeah, uh, you know, South Africa wouldn't rule out. Go on. Keep going. Australia, yeah, are also in contention. Um, you know, Sri Lanka could cause. I don't know. Not Sri Lanka. Yeah, potentially, that, that you never know. Sri Lanka anyway, may be a bit better than they have been in yeah. the last few global tournaments. No, I mean, it, 
India will be expecting to win. So, you know, having said that it's a long kind of bit of a grind of a tournament, all of the games, any of the games India involved in against more fancied sides, you know, that's going to be just absorbing viewing, isn't it? So, um, yeah, massively look forward to that. I think I'd be surprised if they don't win the tournament. Mm. You'd be surprised if they yeah. don't win the tournament. Really yeah. interesting. I think they're probably the favourites. I think home advantage puts them, you know, just one notch above England. But I don't know if I'd be surprised if they don't win it. Um, yeah, that, okay, maybe that was that, slightly. Uh, but, yeah, but the as you said just before, I mean, Pakistan look a great shout as well. Mm. You've got to say this is probably their best chance of winning since they won in 1992. Baba Azam, Rizwan, you know, they they've got some just terrific batting, and the bowling is coming together as well. So that India-Pakistan game, I mean, it's obviously they always play each other in every global tournament because they don't play each other outside of global tournaments. So it's it's always an exciting prospect, but in the last, you know, in recent years, it's felt like India were heavy favourites in each of those games. I think it's quite tough to call this time, and that, yeah. that is unbelievably exciting. Yeah. It's been a bit of a fiasco over scheduling yeah. with that, and actually with the whole tournament, which might be one of the reasons why, you know, there's still a bit of a low profile for this tournament, and it doesn't feel like there's that much buzz about it yet, even as we're recording this, what, a week, with a week yeah, to go? Yeah, a week to the day. Um because it's just been a bit of a mess <laughs> coming in and, and particularly over that India-Pakistan game. But it could be... What date is that one you're looking at? The yeah, right now? Saturday the 14th. Have you got it in your iCal? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking at what else I've got in my calendar then. <laughs> just, <laughs> just put some meetings in well, the I've diary. Got, got, yeah, I've got golf in the morning, which is a bit disaster, so I might need to move that. Who are you? I know. Um, so, sorry, what date did you say? Saturday? Uh, the 14th of October. Pretty soon. Really soon. Pretty it's going to be soon. right up on us. So yeah, it's about a week into the tournament. It's very, that is a very exciting game. Anyone else? This, this, um, apologies to the listeners. This isn't as in-depth a team-by-team rundown as we usually do because we're recording this on a lunch break and we both have to go back to work. Uh, poor excuse, I suppose. I mean, we're going to be ticking but, this pod over over the course of the tournament, aren't we? Yeah, we'll be back in a couple of months. <laughs> Unless England win, in which case we'll be back next year. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I, I think, as you say, England, India, Pakistan, Australia, and South Africa look very good. They're probably the the five. You know, I, you'd imagine it'll be four from those five that go through. But then New Zealand fans might, you know, have something to say about that. And they, you know, they obviously lost that series against England, but look very good at times. You know, and England, as we've just said, are an outstanding team. So they're always there or thereabouts, aren't they? And they ought to have Kane Williamson coming back in, uh, returning from fitness. So. They've got to be in the mix too. South Africa looked to be in very good form. Australia, do you are you do you fancy Australia here or not? I'm not so sure. I, only so, well, I don't fancy them to win it, but I fancy them to be there and thereabouts. Only based on the fact they're Australia, really, isn't it? <laughs> For no other reason. I don't know. No, I think that I think they'll be all right. I don't know. I mean, it's, it, yeah, as you say, it is hard to call because there's no, there's very little kind of. There's not a yardstick for. Mm. really i mean apart from the rankings i guess <laughs> but it's very yeah. difficult to judge who's 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 where in ODI. well cricket. yeah because as as we were saying before it's not just that they don't play they haven't played that much there hasn't been that much 50 over cricket in recent years but also when you know when the teams do play 50 over cricket they don't always play is you know it's quite rare that they're playing their first choice 11 there's a lot of rest and rotation so i mean there are some you know some yeah, players to watch i mean uh, classen has kind of emerged, doesn't he? Sort of... Yeah, well, what did he score the other day? He scored some ridiculous yeah. number of runs against Australia. Yeah, that was a that was a huge, 
huge knock. Um, so yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how he goes. He could be a you know he could be a real star of the tournament. Mm. Um, Can you give me a prediction for a, a semi final lineup? India to top the table. Mm. Whether they win it or not, I don't know. Well, you said you'd be surprised but, if they don't. Yeah, true. Hold, whether, hold they win, whether they come through that, um, the knockouts. Uh, England, Pakistan, South Africa. Ugh. Well, I mean, that, they are the top four like, yeah, teams well, they, in the world. They're, they? my, they're my four. Uh, I'll, throw, I'll throw New Zealand in instead of South Africa. I don't know. New Zealand could go either way for me. Mm. I I wouldn't be stunned if they finish eighth. Equally, you know, they 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 could certainly get to the semi-finals. So, I think there could be a bit of competition around that fourth spot. But yeah, I I would be surprised if India, England, and Pakistan aren't there, and you know, and that they sort of tie up qualification, um, relatively comfortably. A winner, you think you're going India? I'll go Pakistan. How yeah, about that? I'm going to go, go for, for it. Pakistan England final with Pakistan to win. Yeah, I mean, obviously India won it, didn't they? The last time it was there, um, which was the Dhoni. Yeah, the Dhoni story. Um, yeah, tough to look past them, I think. But uh, as I said, I'd be surprised if they don't win it. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> equally. If someone else I don't know. Wins yeah, it. I don't really know what's going to surprise <laughs> me. Just expect surprises, like that French tourist walking past. Just very, very surprised. And sort of borderline angry. Just annoyed at what they saw. <laughs> I couldn't what, believe it. By what they witnessed. Uh, all right, we're going to have to wrap it up there because I'm uh, I'm late for work. Uh, but I enjoyed that tone. Yeah, yeah it was good. good. Apologies to listeners that it was uh, you know a fairly quick whistle stop tour of the World Cup. But we are we're gonna we're gonna do this throughout the tournament. There'll be lots to talk about, I'm sure. Well, we'll do it weekly. World Cup weekly. Is that what it's, <laughs> is that what it's called? World Cricket Show World Cup weekly. Yeah. Better get that handle. Yeah. <laughs> if we get the ashes daily handle going now uh all right well yeah we'll be back weekly throughout the tournament so if you enjoy the world cricket show do get involved on x facebook and elsewhere instagram send us an email worldcricketshow at gmail.com rate and review on your podcast app of choice uh and you know stay in school i think that's probably yeah probably about it sound advice Thanks very much. Worked okay in your car? Again. I like doing it in the car. I think acoustically it's quite good. Yeah. Got quite a sort of plush interior. Very roomy in here. Roomy. I, uh, it's good, this nice sort of soft roof. I'll, you know, I won't worry about banging my head. I told you this the other day, Tone. One of the reasons we haven't recorded a podcast for a while, um, which, you know, we've been various, well, very bu- you know, busy. Yeah. Busy people. Busy bodies. Been, been away. Both of us have been away different places. I was in Ibiza, for a couple of weeks, just uh, clubbing. Just living at large. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen... Just um, pedal to the metal for two weeks. Have you seen a movie called The Inbetweeners? Right. It was, uh, it was very like that. Um, no, they're, they're, they're a nice little family holiday. But yeah, they had a uh, quite a sort of traumatising moment when I, I banged my head tone very hard. Obviously, banged my head at times, you know, here and there throughout my life, but I've never uh, never banged it this hard. This was like... There was a sort of concrete overhang near the swimming pool, and uh, I got up from a chair bed. This is a good like injury story to tell. It's like our friend Dave saying that he hurt his back because he was lying on a sunbed for too long. <laughs> um, so injured my another sunbed injury. Dangerous places. St- stood up, didn't realise that I was just underneath the concrete overhang. Just absolutely clonked my head on this concrete, and it was I hit it so hard that 
my vision went white for a minute. So I went to the medical center uh, to get it checked over because I banged my head lots of times, never experienced this. And the, the doctor was like, did you feel any sort of pressure in your sinuses? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, you did. You hit your head really hard then. But he did this um, neurological test. So you have to, I'm demonstrating for you, but you have to, he, he holds out his hands and you have to squeeze them, squeeze both hands simultaneously. And then you push against them and push up and push down. And basically if, if one hand is squeezing much stronger than the other, then you've got a problem. So he was like, yeah, you're fine at the moment, but are you here on holiday with anyone? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm with my family. My wife is here. And he's like, okay, can you just get your wife to do this test on you every six hours just for the next few days? I said, yeah, there's no problem. He's like, you need to get to do it in the middle of the night as well. So Elena was, you know, doing this test with me. And then, but also as part of that, you do the, the squeezing of the hands, but you also have, she also had to ask me questions. So like, who are you? What's your name? What do you do for a living? Where are we right now? That kind of thing. So first night I was shaken awake <laughs> at two in the morning uh, by Elena going, who's the prime minister? Who's the prime minister? Do you know what I said to him? Gordon Brown. Stuck. You're stuck. <laughs> but this, is the, this is the thing. I don't know whether... I don't know whether that was because I'd hit my head or just because if you wake me up at two in the morning and ask me who the prime minister is, that's who I think. If you ask me, <laughs> if you wake me up in the morning, I think it's 2008. That's good. That was a good time, isn't it? <laughs> well, um, it's when the World Cricket Show was born. So. Yeah, true. Maybe that's where, maybe you're kind of frozen in that moment. In the middle of the night. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you say to me. Are England going to ODI cricket? Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Who's um, the England captain? Kevin Peterson. To be fair, you did... Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to keep, well, it has been hard to keep track, so... Well, it's an unfair question to ask yeah. to Britain. So Elena's from France, so that, that's, yeah, it's a bit more straightforward for her, isn't it? But certainly if you'd asked me last September, who's the Prime Minister, I, I would... I mean, you could have taken a stab at any <laughs> exactly. number of people, yeah. That would have been a very unfair question, so... How's your head now? Oh, it's fine, yeah, it was uh, fine, you know, after a couple of days, I was fine. But it, it's given me a new, not appreciation, a new... Appreciation, appreciation of why it's really not going to hit your head. <laughs> appreciation of heads. <laughs> no, like of, uh, not appreciation is the wrong word. It's just going to be a new perspective on t- stuff like boxing. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. Like they're basically just trying to give each other head injuries. What are you doing? It's awful. It's such a horrible feeling. I was really shaky afterwards. Such a bizarre thing to do that voluntarily. No, I kind of agree. Mm. So the World Boxing Show is probably not going to happen, unfortunately. Yeah, so it was okay. a project that we were talking about, but yeah. Well, good to hear you're uh, on, yeah. You've got no lasting no, effects. Yeah. yeah. I mean, your performance on the pod today has been, you know, the usual sort of seven out of ten. Oh, thanks. So it's... Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, same old you, really. It's thanks good. a lot. Yeah. No, well, mate, well, anyway, it's, uh, uh, eight, it's been... Then, eight, eight been uh, good to have you here gordon and uh, <laughs> we were, i was thinking i was actually thinking gordon mccray there not gordon brown but um and uh, yeah no, let's bring it to an end stay in school everyone and we'll see you soon for world cup weekly bye-bye for now cheery smell you feel